what is going on m3 family i hope your week is going well so far in last week's episode of creating conversations we discussed tips and advice in regards to self-care so for the past week i've decided to keep my skin nice and moisturized by adding nandy butter from Missouri to my self-care routine Missouri meaning beauty in Swahili, was created by mompreneur Latia White using high-quality, all-natural ingredients for all skin and hair types. And fellas, if you think I'm just talking to the ladies, think again. Missouri has a men's king collection as well. So with the summer heat robbing the moisture from our skin and hair, let's stay moisturized by heading over to UzuriSkin.com and place our orders today. Be sure to use my promo code PODCAST10 for 10% off your order, good until July 31st at 11.59 p.m. Once again, that's UzuriSkin.com. What is going on, my M3 family? And welcome to the next episode of Creating Conversations. I don't know what episode we're on. We're just going to keep going. I think we're on eight now. Eight. Nine. It's eight. Eight or seven. It's eight. We just did seven. No, we released six, and then we did seven, and this is eight. Whatever. Yeah. I'm glad. You know what, Nikki? I listen to you're all a, of them. This is why you're a permanent guest. Because you remember. <laughs> you remember things that I can't. So thank you. Listen to all of them. <laughs> what is up, family? We are on episode eight of Creating Conversations. And today we are going to be talking about communication. Ways to communicate. And of course, we're going to tie in mental health along with it. So... Today, of course, I always got to introduce my co-host. I can't talk today. Whatever. It don't matter. I always got to introduce my co-host. Chill is back. What's up? What up, what up? Yeah, welcome back. Yeah. Had to and take some time off for a minute. I know, man. Always abandoning us. Gosh. Dang. But it's cool. I get it. I get it. And my second co-host. What's up, Kat? What's up, what's up? I'm always here. And of course, you guys already heard Nick Mac Paddywhack. What's up, oh, Mickey, what my you? permanent guest? Nick Squeege. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's not talk about those names. <laughs> so like I said, today we are going to be talking about communication, Um. Uh, my audience has submitted some pet peeves and only one question, surprisingly. So we're actually going to start off with that one question that has been submitted, and then we're just going to go with the flow of the conversation and kind of go into the pet peeves that were listed. So the question that was submitted is, what is considered lack of communication? So who wants to go first? Uh, yep. Okay. I feel like it all depends on that person because lack of communication is how you consider a a lack. It may not, what you consider a lack in communication may not be what I consider a lack in communication. I could just fail to have told you something, but to somebody else, it's more than just have failing to tell me something. 
it was something super important. So it, I guess it's, it depends on who is asking and who is telling. Because I could feel like a lack of communication is you not telling me that, <laughs> you're not telling me that you went to the store to get coffee. And I feel like you should have told me. But for you, it's just you went to the store to go get coffee. So it all depends on who's asking and who's telling. Okay. I feel like that's 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 going off of that. It's very true because not everybody in your life deserves to know everything. Like there's certain people in my life that I'm not going to sit there and tell all the things to, but other people I'll tell every last thing to, you know? And then also I feel like what considers lack of communication, I feel like it should be like consistent. Like if you're talking to someone every day and then you stop talking to them for a day or two, that's lack of communication because you had set up so there that, you know, you talk mm -hmm. to them every day, you know, that's the standard you set for yourself. And so what Mickey said, it is different for everybody because different people get different levels of communication, but it's maintaining that standard that is, that is what I'm, I'm, so I'm like you, I can't speak today. I can't think. So <laughs> my, my brain has the words, but my mouth doesn't seem to form them in a coherent sentence. It just dumps them. So All right. my we'll apologies. We'll you out along the way. You got us three on here with you, so <laughs> we'll be able to help out. Yeah, and so that's what's like. You know, so different people are gonna know different things, and I feel like also it's like you shouldn't get upset if you know someone has a better level of communication with someone, and therefore it just happens to know more stuff and is communicated with more. Mm -hmm. Like some people are need to know basis. They only know the details of my life that they absolutely need to know. And yeah. then there's other people in my life where the minute something happens, whether it's minuscule and small or just something, you know, little, that they're usually the first person to know and I have to tell them everything about it, you know? And so I just feel like it does, it depends on who it is and what your relationship is to the person and what the standard is that you guys have set up with each other for communicating. Okay. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Chill, do you have any input yeah. on what you feel lack of communication is? Uh, I guess lack of communication is just like could be not talking at all. Like Kat said, if you're talking on a day-to-day -day basis every day and you just like go MIA for a couple of days or like you got something big planned, you're not trying to include somebody that could be lacking communication or just telling them like straight up like, yeah, just didn't want to chill with you today. Definitely. I'm kind of like don't ask, don't tell kind of person, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <You're hate. laughs> oh, man. Um, I, yeah. I, I feel mixed on that saying. Like, don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> on my eyes. Because my mom used to be like, well, I'm going to ask anyways. And I'd be like, well, I'm going to tell you no. Yeah. yeah. But in that case, you'll get the information you want or you don't. Yeah. It's a 50 -50. They win if you don't play. <laughs> right? Yeah, I have, a, I have a list of things. <laughs> I'm trying to see right. which how to sum it all up. Because <laughs> lack of communication for me can be 
several different things and I understand what each one of you has said so far and I'm like yeah yeah true and I do kind of feel like it depends on the person um but I, I don't know how to sum up <laughs> I don't I don't know how to just kind of put it all in one category uh, for me lack of communication would be numerous of things like like Chill said, not including someone in on something. And what irritates me is, oh, well, you guys live in the same house. I invited you, so I expect you to go ahead and tell them. And it's like, nah, that's not my job. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. guess I'm bad, at, I'm bad at that then. It's like, if, and if you expect them to do that, let them know. Be like, hey, can you tell hey, someone so they're invited this? too? Yeah. Not just assume that they know to invite the other person for you, you know? And you know because... what? After we speak on this topic, because when, something that you just <laughs> said about assuming, we're going to go ahead into the next topic after this one in, this, in regards to but assuming. I, so got yeah, a definitely. I got a question, though. What if the person you tell somebody that's married, right? They gonna automatically tell their spouse, right? So that's like why well, send two invitations if they're married. You just send that one invitation. That's not right? always the case because okay. just because you're married doesn't Boy. mean you're friends with your spouse's friends. I'm gonna I mean, go ahead and let Mickey talk on that because Mickey's married. <laughs> okay. It depends. Sounds- it depends on the invite and it depends on the situation. Because if one of my husband's coworkers sends him an invite to something, of course, yeah, I'm in he's going to maybe this is happening this is this day are you available we go if it's family of course i'm there's no way i'm not invited but if it's a situation where one of my one of my husband's male coworkers invited him to something that's not something he would be like hey baby um so and so is having this, or we're doing this, and I want I want you to go, or that's not really something he needs to tell me that I should be going to. Like I I might not want to go. So that's information that he should know, not information I really need to know. Now, if he wants to volunteer that information to me, that's fine. But if if it's important information, then yeah, he's going to tell me. If it's not important information, I really don't need to know if that information was sent to him. If it's important information, he'll share it. If it's that important of information, we'll both get the information. But I feel like if it's important information that he get, he'll share it with me. If not, then it must not be that important. Yeah, see, lack, yeah. lack of communication is really different for everybody. Yeah. It looks it, it looks different for everybody. Because like Mickey said earlier is, you know, I could go to the store and just be getting coffee and she can easily take offense to that. Like, well, why didn't you tell me? And to clarify what she meant on that is like, she might have needed to go to the store to go get something and I just left to go to the store like and so mm-hmm. now we have to take a second trip or now she has to go and take a second car to go when it could have just all been one trip so I completely feel that in that sense you know for people who 
you know, live together, of course, obviously. But yeah, um, yeah it, lack of communication is definitely just not it's, communicating properly. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing too. Like is. I've said this in a previous podcast where communication is not just talking and listening. Everybody be like, oh, it's talking and listening. It's not just talking and listening. Proper communication in my opinion, is several components to it, but the main components is talking, listening, and understanding. And um, Or at least no, trying to understand. Yeah, at least trying to understand. You're right. And, and knowing when to talk. Don't talk over someone. Don't talk aggressively to someone. Just you got to be self-aware of yourself and you got to be self-aware of the person you're talking to. Because I can say something that might trigger this person and I could kind of see that they're uneasy. And I'm like, okay, well, I see that you're a little uneasy. You want to continue this conversation later. And vice versa. There, you know, the, I feel myself when I'm getting heated in a conversation. And so I'll, I'll sit up there and be like, you know what? I don't want to talk about it right now. Let's come back to this later. And there's certain people that I can come back to the conversation with later and talk it over. And there's some people where I'm like, you know what? This conversation is not going to go anywhere. So I'm just going let it go and work on me and whatever so yeah and and it's a lot of components to proper communication and it's also how you say things it's also facial expressions postures you know different things like that your body language so mm-hmm. yeah lack of communication. and also know the person you're talking to because some people they like me, for instance, I can get a little animated sometimes when trying to explain my point. If you don't know me and I'm talking to you and we're having a discussion and I get excited about something, that can be misinterpreted as being aggressive or yeah. or a number of things that I've been told I've been. <laughs> it also depends on how you, you get excited because there's different yeah. types of excitement too. So if you're like, Da, 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 you know like you're 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 doing that then it's like oh, okay but if your tone of voice is different your facial expression is different and you're getting frustrated as you're excited and talking about this yeah it's gonna come off aggressive very mm-hmm. much so so it it, it i get it it like, goes back to, to know knowing people. the person that you were having this conversation with not necessarily. It's like yes and no. I, I would have to disagree with that. It's yes and no. Yeah, you have to know the person that you're talking uh, to. And yeah, they may, you know, get excited about certain things. But then if they also has a history of being frustrated and angry and have attitudes and different things like that. And then they're trying to have this conversation with you and they're showing those signs of being angry or upset or frustrated and stuff like that it's kind of like okay well which one am i supposed to listen to am i supposed to listen to the mm-hmm. history of being frustrated and angry or am i supposed to take this as they're just excited and trying to explain something to me again it's it's, it's a little different because it's, it's it all depends on the person so mm-hmm. yeah because yeah because i personally i get accused of being angry and upset when I just tend to get passionate about things. And I'm like, you can tell. Being angry. <laughs> right? And I'm like, no, just because because I, I, I can get a little bit loud sometimes. I don't always, I'm aware of my voice. I realize I'm loud when I get loud and I'm like, oh, wait, let me turn it down. <laughs> yeah, I've, <laughs> and noticed so, that, I've noticed that I get accused of being angry through text messaging. 
which is which is why <laughs> I don't like talking through text message because y'all know me. Like y'all three are are all three of y'all are really close to me. And you guys know I'm the most relaxed, nonchalant, chill person ever. You know what I mean? Well, besides chill. But <laughs> <laughs> wow. y'all know, like, like, chill just, is a chill person. <laughs> right? Y'all know I'm just I I may get a little irritated and agitated about little certain things, but if I really need to communicate something to you, I'm not going to do it through text messaging. Like I don't I don't believe in having serious conversations through text messaging. So in the past, I have been accused of being angry or always angry because of something that I said in a text message. And it's like, wow, do you really know me? Like you've been knowing me for five years, six years, 10 years, whatever. Why would you take that as- You gotta throw the emoji in there so they know what you're talking about. And that's the (laughs) thing. Like I will, sometimes I will throw an emoji in there and they still see it as passive aggressive or something like that. It's, it's Wait, annoying. I hate when that happens because then it's just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to have the attitude all the time that, since that's what y'all expect from me anyways. Yeah. So why not? Plus energy yeah. to just have the attitude all the time and then not have the attitude and then to always be defending <laughs> and explaining myself. No, I actually don't have this attitude that you so claim that I Man, do. I it's hate just like, that. y'all created this monster. Live with if it. If I tell you I don't have <laughs> If I t- okay, so here's my perception on attitude, though, because everybody has an attitude, but mm-hmm. slang terms, when you say, oh, you have an attitude, you, everybody automatically assumes a bad attitude, but an yeah. attitude is bad, good, good. angry, all exactly. of that. Exactly. So everybody attitude has an attitude, an but attitude. if you come to me and say, oh, you have an attitude, now I'm going to be very sarcastic and say, I do have an attitude. Which one are you referring to? <laughs> that pisses people off so much. It's like if you constantly say I have a bad attitude, I would about. die laughing if someone said that to me. If I said that to someone, I'd be like, why you got an attitude for? Yeah, which one are you talking about? I'd be yes. like, <laughs> because sometimes I just be like, oh, all right, man, like whatever. I just, you know, depending on the situation, maybe I just don't want to talk to you right now. I just need a couple minutes. That doesn't mean I have a bad attitude. It just means I need some alone time. Get it just means, it, it means you have no attitude. Yeah. But we're going to move in to the next subject really quick. Um, someone, um, let me get this together because it was the assuming one that I said that I wanted to touch bases on. Um, she said, not being specific with instructions and assuming you know what to do. So the whole assuming topic is what I wanted to touch bases on. Not just just that, but the whole assuming thing. So does anyone kind of want to go first or do you guys kind of want me to guide the conversation? Kind of something to say about that. It's also like about like, you know, one of the many things that makes up communication is when people sit there and say, oh, you can't control how I feel when you said something or when you do something. And it's just like, yeah, that's true. However, people often don't take into consideration the, the meaning behind someone. Like people tend to not communicate things with people because they're scared of upsetting and hurting that person's feelings. Mm-hmm. Even if they're coming from a really good place. And so I just feel like, we need to stop assuming everyone's always coming from a bad place or, or mm-hmm. and whatnot and start realizing and start 
having our feelings based off where they're coming from more more than what they're actually saying. Because a lot of times it takes a really good friend to sit there and say something to someone that necessarily is like is going to hurt them when it comes to communication. That's something that I had to learn. And I can honestly say that it's one of them things like I knew, but I never practiced it. And yeah. someone that was close to me was like, stop assuming that I'm always trying to attack you. But at the same time, it was like, well, in the past, nigga, you would always attack me. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, but I had to learn, you know, okay, not everybody's attacking me. You know, so- sometimes it's jokes, some- whatever the conversation is. So, yeah, that's definitely something that I had to learn. Stop assuming, you know, what the other person's intentions were. Yeah. If you don't understand, ask for clarification. That's what I, Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I don't understand what you mean. What do you mean by this? Okay. I understand that part now. Now, you said this and this. What do you mean? Because to my understanding, this is this. If you don't understand what the other person is asking or saying, as for clarification exactly that's the only way you can improve and get better that's the only way they can improve and get better clarification sucks (laughs) like (laughs) for for example (laughs) like like for example just recently i had bought something and my uncle had said something trying to you know be a funny smart ass you know and but the way he said it and what he said i took offense to and so the next day I told him, I was like, and I apologized because I snapped. And I was like, because I did feel very attacked because it was the words he specifically said was what made me feel attacked. And I said, I understood what you were trying to do. And had you chose different words and said it differently and gave him an example, a couple examples mm-hmm. of what he could have said that would have re- I would have reacted better to. I, I said that and I said, well, for next time, because I you because that is because that is my sense of humor, you know? And so he was just trying to communicate with me on my level, but because of what he said, it hit me differently. And I knew that's not what he was trying to do, but I can't always control my reactions because of my mental illness. I do have certain things, certain things being said to me, especially in certain ways, are a trigger. And he's still learning that about me. And so I try to communicate afterwards with him that, I, I do apologize and I feel bad for snapping and I, here's a different way to do it next time a situation like this comes up so that way we can have a better interaction next time. That's very, very yeah. good advice. Yeah. yeah. It's very, like a very, yeah. Use and that. chill. Um, <laughs> if, if the clarification sucks, then try and get a different, maybe a different route to the question or the answer. That's why I'm the king of executive decisions. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. She was like, screw it. Just, we ain't talking about this no more. Moving along right along. (laughs) I'm going to go skateboard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. Um, But to touch bases on the whole assuming, I can see how that could be a pet peeve of what this um, person submitted about uh, not being specific with instructions and that 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 to me 
I mean, it, it, it can be outside the workforce, but I feel like that's mostly inside the workforce too. Because one of the examples, uh, Mickey and I were talking about this the other night. And one of the examples that I gave was when I was working at my last job and they put me on a field assignment at a different location. Each location runs, although we all do the same thing, each location runs things differently. So when I got to this location, the girl who was getting ready to go on leave literally had one day to train me on everything of how they do things. And she was literally talking like this. Okay, so then you're going to put this over here and then you're going to stamp this and then you're going to call the parent and you're going to do this. And I'm just like, uh, okay. She wasn't really straightforward with a lot of things. She was talking in circles. She was like, and I just, it was too overwhelming for somebody like me. And so, you know, the next day when I got there, she wasn't there, of course. And then what made me upset was the fact that no one in the whole unit knew how to do her job or knew little things, not even a supervisor. So I had nobody to reference to. And they would get upset at me because certain things, well, I started doing things my way, the way that I did it at five other units. I started doing things my way in a nice, neat, organized way. And they would get upset like, well, where's this? Or you didn't do it this way? Or why would you send this out? And then when it gets returned, the prescription gets returned and signed, you send it out again. And I'm like, hey, oh, that's what I just do to cover my bases at my location. I'm doing things thoroughly in the way that I need to do it. So then that way I can make sure the job gets done. They would get upset. And it's like, well, you guys weren't specific with instructions. And then when I go ahead and ask you questions, you don't know. So what am I supposed to do? Sit here and not do my job? Like, right. so I, 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 yeah. I feel like not being specific mostly comes from the workforce. That um, sounds like workforce. And well, it can even be in it now. Yeah. yeah <laughs> even here exactly. at, at the house here where I'm at, like one of my chores is helping clean and they'll be like, oh, go and do this, you know? And I'll be doing it, and then they'll be like, oh, no, don't do it like this. And I'll be like, well, then how am I supposed to do it? And then they're, like, walking away. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Do it my way anyways, you know? It gets done regardless, you know? But still, it's like, yeah. no, if you guys want something done and you want it done a specific way, tell them how to do it and make sure that they understand how to do it that way. Because if they don't fully understand, they're going to come up with their own way or go do it how they know how to do it mm -hmm. yeah for example gardening I'm I can't say I'm a gardener but I can say that we have a garden it produces fruit and is working really great and I'm just now looking up stuff to see how it's supposed to be done because I've just been doing it how I've seen my grandparents do it my cousin do it, my aunties and uncles do it. So I'm going off of what I've seen done and the little bit that I have done. Now that I'm looking things up, I'm like, oh, I wasn't supposed to be doing it like this anyways. But that's right. just me assuming that this is how you do it and not actually asking for instructions or being given instructions. Yep. All right, so... We have three more topics to kind of get to, and then we're going to do a part two to this, definitely, because I definitely want to touch bases on the social media aspect of all this, but that's going to be a whole new podcast. Be, yeah. So we have about 15 <laughs> minutes left, so I'm going to go into the next topic. Um, another person submitted and said, and I'm going to kind of reword things, but they said that they can't deal with 
anyone who doesn't know how to actually start a conversation. So how do you guys feel about people like that who can't really deal with someone who doesn't know how to start a conversation? Because I do have my perspective on that and I will touch bases on that, but I kind of want you guys to kind of go first on that. I feel like uh, it's kind of weird because you can start a conversation in so many ways. Like, how can you not know how to start a conversation? Like, is it just because, like, they don't want to just a simple, like, hey, they're looking for, like, a sentence or two? <laughs> like, right? Are, you, are, they, are they looking for, are you looking for an intro into the conversation? Are you looking for a gateway so you can just slide in and ask your question? But then again, I know a lot of people who, I'm not going to say have issues communicating, but their lack of communication, not in the sense that we're referring to now, just their lack of it. They don't have much communication skills. That's why they're in the fields that they're in, because they do jobs where they don't really have to talk. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them don't know how to properly, in your frame of mind, not saying you specifically, but anybody know how to start a conversation. So for them, it's very awkward and weird, but that's how they speak. That's how they communicate. So right. I guess that, again, that depends on who you're speaking to and who's the person you're trying to, or trying to communicate to you. Yeah. Um, so when I read that, I had to kind of sit back and go, okay, well, you know, because I, I didn't hit this person up and be like, okay, what exactly do you mean by not know how to start a conversation? Um, and with me, I'm a very quiet, awkward, semi-shy <laughs> individual. So I'm not going to just be in a group setting and just walk up to somebody and start a conversation. I'm, I'm learning how to do that, you know, by me being in the, the artist industry and I have to interview artists and talk to them. So I'm trying to learn how to start those types of conversations, but because I'm so awkward with it and I'm so used to, you know, being so quiet and to myself, an introvert, an extreme introvert at that, it's like I'm learning how to kind of have those conversations. And like Mickey said, like lack of knowledge and all that. I could, like, I, I could sit up here and listen to you guys have a conversation about something. And I'm like, all I can say is, yeah, true. Yep, I agree. Because I may not know, you know, in, I may not be knowledgeable in that area that you guys are talking about. That's like, for instance, when Chill's trying to teach me about skateboarding. There's times where he has to like, be like, Mel, we talked about this last week. I explained it to you last week. I'm just like, I know, but I just can't remember, you know? And so he has yeah. to go back and explain it to me again. And I may not know how to start off a conversation about skateboard, or I may not know how to start off a conversation about cooking or, you know, anything like that. But it's just, that doesn't mean I'm not going to have a conversation with you. That doesn't mean like if you start a conversation with me, I'm going to just be completely quiet. It's just, it just simply means that I may not be knowledgeable. So I grew that up. That doesn't mean you're not interested though. Yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah. So 
I grew up being quiet to myself and I'm still that way. So because I'm socially awkward, I'm still trying to learn how to really have a conversation and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. For me, go ahead. Go ahead. I grew up opposite, to be honest. I grew up, I was very sociable, always trying to make new friends. But I got, I literally would get laughed out of groups and people just wouldn't pay attention to me. And so just over time, I just gradually learned to just stop talking and stop trying to create, stop trying to reach out to people because usually they don't want to talk. And so, and then it's also, sometimes they do want to talk, but necessarily the things I'm talking about don't interest me. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's like, it's when it comes to starting conversations, it can be a tricky thing because like Chill said, um, you should be able to just go be like, hey, that should start a conversation. However, sometimes some people need more substance. They, it's just because a lot of times that, hey, what's up? How are you doing? Good. Okay, good. Me too. And then that's it. That's not really a conversation. Yeah, that irritates me. Yeah. And so I think what the person might be talking about is how to create like a more, not the word, but like a better conversation or something. I forget the, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it's like. They want a more formal conversation, but sometimes conversations don't need to be formal. I need you to know this information because this is how I feel. Yeah. So I think it like it depends on what kind of conversation you're trying to start. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because I know uh, quite a few people who will text me and be like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, everything's good. How's everything on your hand? Oh, everything's great. And then next, you know, like, it's silent. And I'm like, okay, so am I supposed to like... <laughs> right? It's like, like you hit me up. So like, what, how, like, did you, um, think... did you hit me up? Like, how is this supposed to go? So now I'm struggling trying to figure out, like, what should I say to you? Like, it... I think that comes from people who don't know how to hold the conversation, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. yeah that's not, that's not the start like, of it. I could, yeah. I could start a conversation like, hey, how are you? And then it can go for, like, the rest of the day or whatever. You know, it just depends on who I'm talking to and if I really want to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to touch bases on, on that on the next podcast uh, because... What if you like just meeting someone and getting to know them and it's kind of awkward because you don't know what to say to them. You're like, you want to talk to them like, hey, how's it going? How's your day? But it kind of ends right there. You know, there's no substance to the conversation. I guess that depends if you're trying to speak game or you just trying to get a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true, true. That's when it becomes awkward because one party doesn't know what the other intentions of the other party is. Yeah. Yeah. It could be business. It could be personal. Like you never know where you're trying to go with it. You don't know what they're trying to do with it. So that, that becomes a, maybe I need to try and learn this person, but you don't know how to learn them through text. Like that's a little more difficult than sitting down and having a conversation with you. Because your yeah. body language could say, oh, you really like the way this conversation is going. Let me continue. But through text, it's like, I don't even know if she's feeling this. I'm just talking yeah. about work. Right. Yeah. And we're definitely on the next podcast. It's going to be the whole text messaging, social media conversation, communication <laughs> talk. I'm definitely going to touch bases on that. But let's. Uh, we have eight and a half minutes left. So that let's definitely touch on the last two 
that were submitted. Um, I'm going to kind of put them, I'm going to group them together. She said that pe her, one of her pet peeves were people who can't communicate anger without shouting. And the other one was people who weaponize tears. So I wanted to kind of put those hand in hand because it, it both has to deal with anger and, and things like that. So people who can't communicate anger without shouting and people who weaponize tears. Does anybody want to touch on those two first? I don't really know anybody who weaponizes tears. Um, I haven't met somebody who does. Maybe, no. I, I get accused of doing that. And I'm just like, no, I get frustrated, angry, upset. My body just goes cry. And I'm like, I can't help it. If and, I get so, really <laughs> and I'm like, I, I can hold cry. a conversation Wait. while crying. Don't let the yes. tears bother you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can't help it. It's my body's reaction. I'm trying not to yell because I'm angry and frustrated. And so it makes me cry. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't cry <laughs> and, often. But when I do cry, especially if I cry in front of you. If I cry in front of you, it's more so like, oh, crap. Mel, go. You need to go. Yeah. Off by yourself. Because at that point, that means I'm angry. I'm ready to fight you. I'm ready to hurt you. Exactly. But weaponizing tears, I don't think, I mean, I don't know. I, I probably should have clarified, like, what do you mean by weaponized tears? Because I grew up to where it was like I could fall and skin my knee and it'd be like, no, you, you all right. Dust that off. Keep going. So every time I would cry, I was taught to. Nah, you are right. You're fine. Keep going. So now it's to the point now I'm an adult, a woman at that, a woman. You know women are emotional, but I'm not. And I don't win. So women will sit up there and cry over certain stuff. And I'll be sitting up there like, why are you crying? And it's because of how I was raised. I was raised <laughs> to just dust stuff off, keep going. You know, so there's things that maybe, I don't know, maybe I should cry over and I don't. But I don't know. But because it instilled in me to not cry. I mean, I don't know if that really falls under the category of weaponizing tears. I don't, I don't, I don't I think, know if it does. I don't think it does, but. I think it's more weaponizing tears is like, cause how a lot of people, mainly men are like, oh, I can't stand to see a woman cry. And so every time a woman does something wrong or is scared of getting in trouble, she just breaks down to crying automatically because it gets her off the hook. Mm. Stuff like that. Uh. Some people are like that. Cause there's a lot of parents that are like that with their kids too. Their kids will do something and rather than punishing their kid appropriately because the kid is crying they'll be like oh no it's okay don't cry don't cry and so that kid ends up learning growing up that crying gets me out of trouble oh yeah and that they'll use crying and, 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 and people that use crying to manipulate other people's emotions towards them that makes yeah sense. crying don't do nothing to me if i get that if if you're that angry and frustrated that you start crying, we are still going to continue having that conversation. I'm going to go get you some tissue because oh, I'm probably right. crying on the other end. Like, there's no, I'm not going to, oh, I'm sorry. You were, I was wrong. You was, no, we're going to finish having this conversation. We gonna but what kind out. of conversation is it, though? Is it a conversation where we hashing stuff out and our feelings are kind of hurt and, you know, we're crying? Or is it more so like, I'm crying because you pissed me off and I'm angry and now I need to walk away. That's well, yeah, if that's it's how that kind of anger, then yeah, we both yeah, need to walk away. 
even if it's hashing stuff out and stuff like that, sometimes you we need to sit there and things can get so heated to the point where no matter what, if you guys try to continue on, nothing's going to happen. You guys are going to need to sit there and take that break to calm down your own feelings and emotions and then come back to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you don't want to step away from it too far to where... No. No, sit there like, and be like, give it. Let's are... give each other half an hour, 15 minutes or so to calm down, get our emotions, at least get our heart rate down. I need a nap. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like as long as it's like, if you if it's in a, that situation, as long as it's like the same day, that's good, you know, because it's within that day, hash things out that day, and then you guys can start over a new day. Yeah, so for those who are feelings. listening, if we ever get into a heated discussion and I walk away, just let me go take a nap first. Just let me take a <laughs> nap because I'm going to come back to the conversation like, woo, all right, we, I can do this now. <laughs> right? Let me take a nap. So, yeah. and then the the other part uh, about the weaponizing tears was communication without shouting, and about well communication communicating anger without shouting. And I I kind of want to put shouting slash raising your voice because that irritates me badly. That's, and like, that's where, what I was talking <laughs> about earlier. Some people like me, I tend to my voice gets raised when I'm excited, passionate even if I'm happy and whatnot. And so for me, it frustrates me that people always correlate me raising my voice with me getting angry and upset. Like there's different emotions that can lead to someone raising their voice. If you don't like that they're raising their voice, sit there and let them know, say, hey, I don't like that you always raise your voice. It kind of makes me feel like you feel this way, even if you're not. Are you feeling this way? You know, communicate and figure out if they're feeling the way that you think they are because they raise their voice or if that's just you know i get what you're saying but we're talking specifically about anger so if yeah. me and you get into so, it and we're having a heated discussion and the next thing you know we're trying to hash things out but then i start yelling at you and i can't communicate to you that i'm frustrated and i need to walk away or whatever, but instead i start yelling at you that's what that yeah. person meant you know yeah. or raising and a person voice in that case yeah and so there and that's what i was saying there's ways to t- and i was thanks for reminding me because that's what i was trying to get to earlier there's ways to tell if that person is communicate is raising their voice out of anger a lot because their body language will say so you know when people are angry they tend i've noticed people tend to try to make their body look bigger and their movements tend to be more rapid and so there's ways to tell even like with hand movements and stuff, people will have different hand movements with anger and with excitement. And yeah. so it's just, we sh- it's, it, it's hard because raising your voice out of anger is, I feel like it's a natural response, the natural reaction for our bodies to do. But it's also being aware that we're doing it and then lowering our voice to be appropriate. Right. And then to it, this happened to me not too long ago where I I needed a break. So I kind of, you know, went off to myself and then this person, I kind of snapped on this person just a little bit, like, and not necessarily snap, but I was like, what, you know? And I, I it's because I didn't communicate that. Okay. I'm going to go off to my, to the room and I, I need a minute or whatever. I just kind of said, what? And then, so then the conversation escalated from there, but the way they were talking to me, they were moving their hands like this. And then they were talking down to me. They were belittling me. And it's like, if I'm telling you how I feel, 
and you're being really aggressive with your tone and your, your body language and not only that but you're belittling the things that i have done in the past or whatever you're basing this per this present conversation off the past things that i've said or done or whatever like at that point it, it's just like okay we we don't need to talk about this like i'm gonna just shut down and then but it all it, it all boils down to who are you talking to too like mm -hmm. who how's this person's personality you know whatever can i have this type of conversation with this person or um or is this type of person where i can't get through to them so it's no point in having this conversation um and i, I just i can't stand people who always feel the need to just yell or shout because I will have a conversation. I get excitement. I, I understand that. But I can't stand it when we're having a conversation like how we're doing now. And then you might not like what I said. And then all of a sudden your your voice raised a couple couple of octaves and it's like, whoa, whoa, okay. Tone it down. Just 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 tell it down. Like we having a conversation. If you're getting upset or angry, communicate that to me. Let me know that you need to walk away for mm -hmm. a second breathe and then come back but yeah like there's if you're angry just deep breath and be right. like you know what let's finish this conversation later yeah boom boom it's, no need it's to shout. okay to sit there and be like this might turn into a yelling match let's <laughs> change the subject or let's calm down and come back to it in a little bit when our emotions aren't so because the moment that i feel some aggression on the other end of the conversation and i feel the anger and the yelling and you won't allow me to walk away or you continue to be aggressive and get in my face my anger is going to go from zero to a hundred mm -hmm. and i'm not going to tell my audience exactly what my anger looks like in that case <laughs> but just right. know that i'm on, i'm in defense mode now i feel like i need to protect myself from you because I don't know what your next step is. You went from having a conversation to yelling at me to now you in my face and pointing or what, whatever the case is. So now I'm like, okay, well, what's the next step? Are you going to hit me? Like, what, what are you going to do now? So then I'm at that point, I'm defensive. And the moment you, you even lay a hand on me, it's a wrap. I'm collect calling somebody. <laughs> bail me out. <laughs> I can bail you out. You already know I'll it. Be like, I, I did it. I did it. I'm probably going to end up doing some time, but I, I did it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. That's why it's important to, to, to communicate properly. But yeah, so that's our time for, for right. this, this podcast. We're going to leave that on a little cliffhanger because, you know, part two is definitely going to be next week. Uh, I have a lot of ideas in mind and definitely want my audience and you guys to submit some some ideas, some questions, some topics. I definitely want to touch bases again on um, 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 the social media. I want to talk about social media. I want to talk about text, text messaging. Um, that's mm -hmm. very, very important when it comes to communication. So I'm definitely going to, you know, include that in on next week's topic. So. That concludes episode eight of Creating Conversations about communication. Um, be sure to get your This Is Not A Trend shirts. Um, I have the Black Lives tee and the Mental Health tee. Um, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, then you guys can see that Kat has on the Black Lives tee and I have the Mental Health tee on. I should have had my 
long story why I don't have my Black Lives Matter tea. So don't <laughs> don't hold that against me, okay? I I, I I didn't order my size. I didn't order my size. I ordered everybody else's and forgot mine. Boom. Long story short, but definitely get your T-shirts. Um, uh, pre-orders in Friday, this Friday, July third, and then um, shipment will begin after that. Production and shipment will begin after that. So please be sure to head on over to mymentalmedication.com. Um, click on the M3 store and get your shirts, pre-order your short shirts. Gosh, I can't talk. Today. And um, you can also follow us on social media. Um, of course, as always, I always put everybody's um, Instagram handles in the caption. So you can follow us all and then follow My Mental Medication on all platforms at My Mental Medication. So until next time, kids, <laughs> we will talk to y'all later. See you. Check you later.